think it's about that time. It is. We did it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Everything and Nothing, our fantastic new little podcast here on Twitch, streaming on Saturdays at 5 lately. We're going to see if that continues for now. My name is Chris. This is my co-host, Charlie. I'm Charlie. And today, we actually have special guest, uh, first off, a comedian who I don't think you started in Portland, but I only know you in Portland, uh, where you're based now, uh, as well as founder and co-host of the Ghosts and Hoes podcast, Noel Masari. Hi. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> For having me. Uh, at work, we've been watching like a bunch of crappy reality TV because there's not a whole lot going on. And so someone turned on my 600 pound life, which is, you know, it's a, sometimes a great show and sometimes really tragic to watch. And we were watching this woman. She's from um, Oklahoma and she's like, I'm trying to lose weight and I'm trying to eat right. Like he said, but you know, sometimes I need a snack. And she's like pulls up and they don't they blur it all out, but I could just tell from the bag and the cup that it was Arby's and I'm just like see that's never the good choice. <laughs> like that's never not. Yeah, that's, okay. That's I would not... never pick Arby's if I was trying to lose weight. Right. Okay. This right. one was not what I would do. over five hundred pounds at the time. I was just like, no. But like you've seen me. I'm not I'm not making effort towards losing weight. All right. I'm not I have done that, and it went well, and that was fine. And I apparently gave up on that, and I'm cool with that. This is this is this is who I'm growing into now. I mean, uh, <laughs> nothing nothing counts right now. <laughs> Do crack. Do some heroin. Who cares? You're in the. You're stuck in your house. It doesn't. Yeah, matter. Corona's why I'm doing crack. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> instead of blaming it on the alcohol, just blame it on the Rona. Yeah, blame on all the co- 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 corona. <laughs> um, Nawal, is there any way we can get a little bit more volume? Um, I don't, I don't know. I can try. Is that better? I'm closer. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my computer. Let's find out if I can. I don't think I can really do anything. Right. I was like, if anybody can, it's probably through OBS. I'm guessing. Yeah, probably. Those are letters. Suppress persistent background noise. No, all right, I can't do anything. No, you sound you sound fine. Just uh, yeah, if you could stay a little close. I'll try. Thank Just you. look real interested and weird. Yeah, well, this is totally. I mean, we'll all look. move in, and <laughs> it won't be weird. <laughs> Everybody get real, real close. Look, I got to listen to your podcast a bit, Nawal, and you're not weird now. Is what I'm. Is what I've learned is that this is not where you start being weird. Hmm. No, I think I. Hmm. I think I think it's just who you are always. Yeah. That's not. That's. I'm like, I, no, you're right. It's just I operate on a level eleven weird. Yeah. Which is fantastic if you're going to have a podcast called Ghosts and Hoes. Correct. Yeah. So you are just living your best life. See, now that we figure all of the bugs out so quickly, it's always so much longer for this, like, beginning fuck around part than I yeah. think it's going to be every time now. I mean, 
Crap. How dare we be so successful for five seconds? No, it's it's fun. That that means we got time for like if we need to take a bathroom break and get ready. I mean, I don't know about a bathroom, but I already yeah. said I'm about to get high. Yeah, Chris is gonna go smoke the weed. All of mine is in the other room. I just don't want to get up. Oh, yeah, I respect that. Thanks. Like no. Because also then I will just fall asleep, and that's not why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, we're not one of those like relaxing ASMR go to sleep podcasts, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> not that we couldn't be. Oh. <coughs> <coughs> Welcome to everything and nothing, <laughs> especially with this microphone. <laughs> I would be absolutely great at ASMR things. Damn. Yeah, I listen to a podcast called Nothing Much Happens, and um, it's this woman, she writes these really kind of cute and um, boring stories with not a lot of action, but a lot of detail, and they're just designed to put you to sleep, and uh, (laughs) now I can like turn them on and I zonk out. It is awesome. Just like a nice gentle bedtime story for someone to read you? Yeah. Yeah, and she reads it, and, and then she reads it twice. So the second time she reads it slower. So if you stay awake through the first time, then like it goes slower, and then you fall asleep just, while she's. Oh, it's it's fantastic, but it's not what we do here. <laughs> I like it, but also not the place. Well, heck, Nawalt, how has uh, this week been for you? Um, you know, fine, I guess. Uh, just a lot of me time with my dogs. Oh, man, I have, uh, I'll be honest, I look at your profile for pictures of your dogs frequently because they are freaking gorgeous. Thank you. They're very good boys. Oh, big old German Shepherd puppers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trapper is a uh, German Shepherd lab mix. Kind of looks like Scooby Doo. Um, <laughs> and then Hawkeye is full German Shepherd. And today is actually his birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday to Hawkeye. I will tell him when I pick him up tomorrow. They wanted, I'm saying this like they're actual children. Uh, <laughs> wanted to go to daycare because uh, <laughs> the place that I take them they do like overnights and stuff so I was like sure go have a slumber party with your friends on your birthday because you know what any of that is look they they know enough they know that they get to go hang out and have a good time they do they get very excited when I take them you guys, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen um, there was a video that came out of, about a drug sniffing dog like a bomb sniffing dog uh, and it was it's retirement so he had to sniff one more bag and he comes up to the bag and sniffs it and he sits down like he's marking it and then they drop like a hundred tennis balls right next to him he just goes crazy he's like yeah <laughs> it it's like oh it, ugh, dogs are the best dogs are pretty good they are. So dogs, dogs are great I wish I wasn't <laughs> allergic to dogs uh, I think I would have a better time you and fucking monster! It's not my fault. I never had a dog growing up. Like I, I was. A, I'm still a cat person. I I do love cats. I'm allergic to cats, so. 
See? Yeah, but Charlie, also, you like legitimately are like a cat person, though. Yeah. Like your yeah. whole demeanor is very yeah. much more cat than dog. That is yeah, there, there was There was a period of time for about like five years when I would do nothing. Like I would go to school and then just come home and just be with my cats for about five hours. So like cats kind of raised me for like third grade to eighth grade, just like me and cats hanging out. You know, you're not even the first person in my life to have told me that a cat has raised them. I, I have these two dude cats. It just happens way more often in uh, America than you would expect. This is a first world country, people. We should not have cats raising people. <laughs> We're getting into like a more systemic discussion about what about after school care and stuff like that. But no, I had these two cats that were um, they were both. Hang on, I think I think Paul's trying to say something. Oh. You're of a certain age, being raised by anything but your parents makes sense. Right. Wait, is it just me? Charlie, can you hear her? I uh, no, I can't hear her either. Uh I can read lips okay, but is that better? <laughs> a little bit. Hang on. Oh no. What are we what are we doing that's different now? I don't, I don't know. I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't think anything. Okay, I can almost hear that one. Uh, is it back? Uh, well, it is better. Okay. Let me see. And then unmute. No, I said and then unmute. I had to agree to it. Oh, there you Aha! go. Yes. Okay. This all sounds much better. Perfect. Okay. Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> you were oh, saying no, something. It was no, it was just... I mean, I had these two boy cats that we had gotten as, like, they were both strays that, like, my family had adopted as pretty much kittens. And um, they both slept with me, and they slept with each other. And, like, they they were just cute brothers, essentially, like, adopted brothers. And so, like, the three of us would just hang out, like, most of the day. So cute. I want a hairless cat. That's That's what I've been talking to people about uh, hairless cats and then also um like welsh cats I, I don't know if you've seen them with like the they have wavy hair yeah that freaks me out but they're hypoallergenic yeah but it creeps like dogs with curly hair or any animal with curly hair really i'm like i don't want to touch it because it feels <laughs> like people hair and it feels like people like it makes me uncomfortable yeah. for some reason i don't know i can't I don't know, like poodles. Just sends you back to Mia from uh, Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> Just not a fan. Bad word. <laughs> wow. Yikes. It's fine. Somebody else will watch this later, and they will give me points for that. That was a, that's a solid well. See, answer. you haven't explained points yet, Chris. So how's how's Noel supposed to know? Because the podcast hasn't started yet. <laughs> Four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Four minutes. I guess I could do it before the puck. I, how has that never occurred to us before? I don't know. To get it out of the way before. We're so smart. Okay. So. <laughs> Here we go. Points are universal and eternal. Uh, we didn't make them. We simply uh, help usher in awareness of points and how they may be transferred from one entity to another. Uh, points can be given for things that are awesome or funny or quippy or clever or pop culture referency enough. 
Um, much like whose line is it anyway, we don't keep track of the points, uh, but you know, there are different kinds of points. Uh, sometimes we'll wind up with the podcast, we'll have like a phrase of the day, and so we'll have like a specific kind of points related to that, or like sometimes you get to have mega points because it's cooler than other things that are happening today. But underneath your seat, you will find an invisible box of points that you can hand out. These are guest points. Just throw them out willy-nilly, whatever you prefer. These are yours to keep after the show if you decide to. Yay. I usually wind up doing that in the middle of the podcast somewhere. Like, right. By the way, that's we do that with our own names on my podcast. So. Oh. <laughs> we just forget... Like, you guys, I feel like everybody's been listening forever and should tell us apart by now, but no. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, wait, was that you or Danielle that told that story? I'm like, that was not me. My, my friend uh, was listening to a podcast and kind of had it going while I was, like, around. So I started listening to it, and there's two women on the podcast, but I... I I swear to God, I'm not like a horrible person, but I could not tell the difference between their two voices. They sounded exactly the same. And uh, my friend Karen, she's like, no, that's, that, they're two different people. I'm like, I, I can't tell because they're like the same voice. I don't know who's talking right now. Right. I know. I mean, it happens less frequently now uh, as far as like listeners getting confused. Uh, but that doesn't stop our friends and family members <laughs> getting us confused on the phone still to this day. Because uh, like uh, Danielle is my best friend and podcast co-host. And uh, I was helping her move last weekend. And uh, her phone was ringing, so I just picked it up. And her daughter was like, is this my mom or is this my Aunt Molly? I'm like, uh, neither. <laughs> <laughs> It's your aunt. She's like, oh, you all sound the same. So, it 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 happens. It took me forever to figure out who was who when I started listening to podcasts. I'm like, I don't have like I've never seen your face. Yeah. But I've well, I've seen a photo of the hosts, but I've never seen a video of you guys talking before. So I don't, I can't put those things together. Yeah. So, I get it. I get it. Ooh. Right, I'm used to people just confusing me and Jean because we look the same, but me confusing for Charlie is a new one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, so that, think... that happened to me a few times at open mics. Uh, I'm like, wait, I know I've seen these people before. I think it was you and Jean and then Robert and Ben Ned. here. Yeah. Yeah. I know there are four different names, but I can't tell you which one goes to who. I got there. I figured it out. I figured. I got. To be there. fair, I've I have a picture that is me and Jean standing next to each other, making the same face, and a part of me wants to put it on my Tinder profile and just be like, "Look, if you can just pick out which one is me, <laughs> points." Like yeah. you get you get a drink immediately up front, no questions asked.
Um, Not a problem. And yes, I did start in Portland, um, comedy-wise. Oh, yeah? I did, but I I started, and then I stopped for a while, and then I started again. So that's probably... Ah, okay. Yeah, there was a period right before everything shut down where I was hitting mics regularly, like a normal comedian does, <laughs> and people were like, hey, are you new? And I'm like... Nope, not really. Been here a while. Just. Right, so I had I'd heard the nope, not really <laughs> in a conversation. And that's why I was like, so I don't know that you started here. Yeah, no, I just stopped going to Mike's for almost a year, I think. I don't, I can't explain it. It's just like, I don't want to. I mean, I can, I can kind of understand that. I've met portland comedy um but i mean they can be pretty grim but you gotta yeah i mean look there are some fantastic people in the portland comedy scene it's just that they're not all that is all uh i in fact have occasionally been somewhat part of the problem uh the first time i met you i was co-hosting bar 33 uh with benjamin tear yeah. And I I swear to God, I had repeated your name like seven fucking times before I got on stage and I was so ready to not like fuck it up. And I got to no wall and then I was like, mm, I'm sorry, I have no idea what the last part is. Okay. <laughs> your I, immediate, res- I, I loved that you had a response immediately, although thinking about it, it's probably because this is not the first time somebody's fucked that up that badly. So it's a little bit worse. But yeah, no, immediate responses. You know, it, it almost sounds like I'm sorry. You can use the words in my last name to make the words I'm sorry. You're very close. But no, no wall, <laughs> no sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay. The best part is I actually think at a different show, I made fun of Ben for not being able to say my name. But I think I might have been thinking about the time you did it. <laughs> I'm just out here tarnishing Benjamin Tears' good name. Okay, but also, I'm pretty sure he's fucked up my name plenty of times, too, so. I mean, probably. He is uh, very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> just at all times, just for forever. I mean, except when he's working, because he drives a, uh, a brewery tour uh, truck. But then oh. as soon as he's off work, you know, he works right. at a brewery. <laughs> right. That's... I mean, yeah, but yeah, no, it's, I mean, it always brings me great joy when people can't say my name, um, especially if they're looking at it first, because it looks exactly like, like it sounds. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't be too hard. Uh, over the phone, I used to be a receptionist, so I'd be like, okay, I get it, because, you know, I'm also hard of hearing on the phone. Um but a lot of people, I started, like, keeping a list of things that people thought my name was. Yeah. Uh, Noelle was number one. Um, a lot of random ones, like, Bilal. I'm like, no, I Ooh. I think that's a demon. <clears throat> oh, uh, uh, yes, actually. Uh, <laughs> and my favorites were Salon. It's not a, not a person name. Nobody's nope. named Salon. Nope. Uh, my work, my coworkers called me that for the rest of the day, which was hilarious. But the best one, I think, was Jenna. Ooh. How do you get? Hmm. I really can't explain mm. it. 
and she kept saying it too. So I'm like, well, I am Jenna today. Yeah, right. I'm convinced. Yeah, I that's definite. Who am I? Your name's Jenna now. Okay, we'll go with Jenna. Gaslighting's a real problem, guys. <laughs> I uh, I work for McMinimans in this past like couple weeks. We've been having to take a lot of takeout orders, and uh, this. What, so we you know we deal with grubhub people order grubhub but grubhub doesn't I'm like people digitally send us the order or anything we get a call from a center in colorado and and they order there and then someone picks it up well the woman i know it's one woman because i recognize her voice she remembers me and we have the same conversation every time i answer the phone for her uh she always asks the same question. And the thing, I feel so bad because I know English is her second language. I'm not trying to disparage her in any way. Like, way to go. But it's pronounced Portland or Portland or, you, you know, but she was trying to say we have a sandwich called the Portland Dip. And I could not, for the life of me, understand what she was saying because I was on the phone She's in Colorado. There's noises going on around me, and I'm uh, I play drums. I'm not like a I, I'm pretty hard of hearing as well. So I swear to God, she was saying Portland Deef, and I'm like, what is that? Like, what? I don't. I'm sorry. I don't think we have that sandwich. Is that like a beef sa- sandwich? She's like, no, no, no. The the Portland beef. And I'm like, what? We've got the Portland dip. Oh yeah, that's it. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I can't understand you. I'm, I'm, I'm horrible. It's not you. <laughs> I'm the problem. <laughs> exactly. I feel that way in a lot of phone conversations. But Jenna, that was not no. Good. Yeah, Jenna's a definite, real, real stretch. Yeah. Speaking of gaslighting, <laughs> one of the things we like to do up top here on the podcast is the mental health check-in, right? Okay. Just a, a little bit of how's your week been. Uh, you know, what are, what are some things you're doing to help maintain your mental state? Uh, or if it's bad, like vent, we're here. Fucking yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Go on. Uh, we don't care. So like for realsies though, how you doing? Um, today. All right. Uh, I am constantly anxious and I call my anxiety Patrice. Is anybody ever has ever seen how I met your mother? That's why. So I can just be like, nobody asked <clears throat> Patrice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Points. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's been a real heinous bitch lately. But mm. today, today was good. Also, I think it helped because I maybe smoked last night. And that is the thing yeah. I remember that I need to do more of. Um, I was like, oh, I have some pre-rolls. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> High five past me. <laughs> oh, like, that's right. I'm prepared. And my friend also made and delivered homemade uh, weed um, caramels. Yeah. Now that's a good friend. Yes. Yes. The first time <laughs> he made them, because um, he initially just made some for the center of cookies that he was making um because 
his friend had a bunch of weed that he turned into oil and butter and was like, here, help me turn these into food. Uh, it's my friend bakes. And so he's like, I have an idea. I'm going to make cookies. And then he's like, do you want some? I'm like, yeah. You, you talked me into it. All of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> they were uh, chocolate tahini cookies. Interesting. With, uh, the weed caramel in the center. I'm very <laughs> upset that they're all gone. <laughs> I've, I've only had like the white trash version of this experience, uh, which is which is Tyler Landon Mays, who <laughs> I don't know if he's been on the show yet, but we're definitely have to work on that. He's he's one of those gems in the Portland community. Uh, were you were you around at all for the hot box? Mm, I I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever. Okay, so one of the things that would make it so magical is that Tyler Landon Mays is just a total pothead through and through in the best possible ways. And so he figured out that with all of the remaining shit he had left over from all of the weed that he goes through, he was like, oh, I can just like make food with weed all the time. (laughs) And so he he would bring like a whole fucking box full of cookies or muffins or whatever he made this week and just distribute them out to the Portland comedy community for free. And then he would host an open mic where everyone had eaten his, uh, his edibles. And it was our favorite night of the week. What happened to that? The, uh, weed store that it was inside of closed. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> and we have yet to find any other business sketchy enough <laughs> to let us do this again. Because we would do shit like we would do brunch there. Like he brought a griddle. We would start cooking pancakes and eggs and bacon. And like we would feed comics on a weekly basis good hearty meals. It was a potluck. You could bring your own shit. This was, it's honestly one of the best things that ever happened to the Portland comedy community. And I'm very sad that we do not have it, Tyler Landon Mays, or OG Kushner out in the Portland comedy scene right now. 2021. We're going to have to, we're going to have to bring back the hot box. That's the year. Because that sounds fucking wonderful. It was, uh, it filled me with hope. It's been a minute, guys. <laughs> that just sounds just like a beautiful experience. Just very peaceful mm. <laughs> and, and filling. Yeah, so that's that's one of the things I've been doing this week to help maintain <laughs> regularity. Is uh, is just going back into good moments and just just living there for a while. I don't know that it's as healthy. Uh, is anything else I can do? A bit of escapism, but I come back, so it's fine. <laughs> See, there you go. You just gotta visit for a little bit and then come back. Yeah. Because being in reality right now for too terribly long, ooh, bless. Yeah. I really felt the urge yesterday or the day before. I'm like, I just want to drive out into the middle of nowhere and just scream for a minute or seventy-five. I, don't know. I mean, in the middle of nowhere, it's fine. No yeah. one to infect. Exactly. That's loud. <laughs> right? You can just do it. Right. I I almost did. Not going to lie. I'm like, hmm. But, do you know that it's not even illegal to just do that in downtown? 
you, you, you want to wear a mask, but you can just you can just do that. You can just scream. You don't have to explain yeah. shit. No, I mean I've seen plenty of people do it. I just yeah. haven't done it yet. Um, but I'm like, mm, they probably feel a lot better now that they've done it. Right. Yeah. But primal primal scream therapy. That's a real thing. It's a real thing. Touche. But nature is not. I don't. Oh like, my god! Do the thing. Say the thing. You have a thing that's showed up on your podcast at least twice. What is it? So, uh, what, fuck caves, fuck mountains, fuck yeah. something, fuck nature. Uh, yeah, caves, fuck them, fuck caves, fuck mountains, fuck nature, all of it. I hate it. At, <laughs> both times I've heard it phrased in your podcast, I want it to become an auto-tune song. You have a timing with it that would just be perfect. Uh, and I just, I want to hear like the th- about two minutes of conversation that lead up into it. And then as soon as you get that, re-loop it and start putting music to it. And then... Um, I actually just, like, I have... I'm the one that comes up with the episode titles. Um, because 98% of every title of our show, like, episode title, is something ridiculous one of us has said while recording. <laughs> um and so I have a list going back because I will listen to the episode mm-hmm. before we publish it and write stuff down. I have a literal list of wow quotes from episode one until <laughs> recently. And um, I we just did a clip show last yes. week, uh, best of season one. And so this made it so much easier to have right. this list, because <laughs> yeah. I was like, right, okay, that, and it was so I didn't have to just sit and listen to 25 plus hours of <sighs> my podcast, which I mean, everybody else should do it. I've already yeah. done it. <laughs> I've lived it and I've listened to every episode multiple times. So, but yeah, it was, that was, that's in there. That's in we there. We used to, so we used to do that. Um, but it was always named like middle of the episode and you knew exactly when it would happen because we would discuss it in the episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> we were like, this was it. This was it. Yeah. We're writing that down. Cool. There are, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that happens where it's just something so fucking perfect that everybody just agrees. They're like, well, I think there's our title. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Like, uh, one episode is called demons. We got them. Because we couldn't stop saying it. Uh, it was a case about haunted bunk beds. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Was it the top or the bottom bunk that was haunted? Or, or both? Were they like whole demon thing. twins? Whole thing. Whole thing. The whole, the whole thing was haunted, apparently. Um, it was, that episode will never not bring me joy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, both my co-host and I will like try and find the weirdest most obscure stories that no one's ever heard of really before. And then <laughs> I, for some, I had been watching Unsolved Mysteries. Nice, Robert Stack. Oh, like his voice will haunt me until the day that I die. Uh-huh. And beyond. And the original like season one theme song used to give me, like I used to get so scared. When oh yeah. I, when that would come on, I'm like, nope. Um, but so I've been watching Unsolved Mysteries, and I 
wanted to do a story that they had talked about in one of the episodes. So I went online and typed it in and there is an unsolvedmysteries.fandom.com. Of course. It has a list of all of the episodes and then there's different sections like unsolved mysteries, paranormal. So I'm like, ooh, let's see what paranormal stuff they have. And there was just, for some reason, one random name. And I'm like, okay, let's see what this one is. And then I discovered haunted bunk beds. And I was so gleefully overjoyed to research that story. And I got so very happy when I was telling it on the podcast. And I just started laughing when I gave the big reveal as to why they thought their house was haunted. They had no idea what was the cause until like the end and then they figured it out they're like oh we bought this bunk bed at a consignment store kept it in the basement where weird stuff was happening and then when we moved it upstairs that's when shit got really real so it's the bunk beds so just kick it out a window um well they the family ended up moving out of that house just sell the bunk bed they did the bed maybe don't sell it to somebody else, Charlie. Maybe don't spread this. Right? They they destroyed it. They oh. Destroyed okay. it. No, I mean, it's just like I, I ghosts or something. Like I don't I don't care. Just give it to someone else. Like like if I don't have to deal with it, that's fine. You're like, yeah, it was. Everybody should have something haunted in their house at least once in their life, right? I'm actually not gonna argue with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I you can see behind me. Yeah, I no, I like the Ghostbuster shit for sure. Thank you. It's maybe my favorite movie. I've also got a giant life-size Slimer in the corner. Uh, oh, I'm like I, that. I need this. Is, this is worth an adventure. And there's a raggedy end. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Hell yeah! All right, uh, now are the sunglasses uh, an add-on, or did it come with those? No, I put those there. Yeah. Uh, All right. I also have. He is carrying his own. Slimer beach towel. Nice. Mm, yes. Uh, Ghostbusters. Definitely my favorite movie of all time. Um, and I You have a tattoo, I believe. I do. I have two tattoos. It's supposed to be more, but <sighs> traveling to Wales right. is a thing I have to do to get them, uh, as my artist lives in Cardiff. Oh, okay. Yeah, but the last time I saw him, he did a Slimer for me. And then the first one he did was of um, Egon. Nice. I wanted to marry Harold Ramis when I was five. Dude, you know what? I think like he, he gets like very little credit, but he's he's really incredible. I, I really, really love, especially that character in the movie is just hilarious. Agreed. I It, it may have like been the root to like the kind of dudes I'm attracted to now. <laughs> Damn you, Harold Ramis. I was going to say, you said when I was five, but that doesn't necessarily tell me whether that has changed or not since then. Nah. Right on. Like if Harold Ramis were still alive and single, I'd have found a way. Oh yeah. Been like, I love you. I love you so much. Um, but yeah, that was a thing. Um, I showed someone both of the ghost, the original Ghostbusters movies recently 
And he was like, I think I prefer the second one. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at it, but that's never happened before. Nobody's ever said that to me. I, what I'll, say, what I'll say about the second one is I like that they kind of deepen the lore and they deepen the kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, like the river of goo, you know, is that's awesome. And, and the kind of the stuff that goes on, like ghost wise is cool. Yeah. It's but perfect. I mean, the first one is such just like a, a perfect classic movie. quintessential with the second one though, like the lore deepening and all that stuff and the ooze the goo river um, yeah being able to control it with music yeah and how it feeds off of negative energy is really funny because that's a thing in paranormal research yeah absolutely and in general but uh because dan Aykroyd is a huge paranormal oh yeah and so i just like that all of that research that he's done forever just (laughs) makes it in there it's lovely okay but has anybody ever gone back and actually watched the original commercials for Crystal Skull Vodka? Oh, of course. That's one of my favorite ways to spend 15 minutes to watch yeah. Dan Aykroyd explain how he asks them to uh, filter the vodka through diamonds. <laughs> because he's like, crystals, you know, crystals. And we're like, yeah, Dan Aykroyd, I guess I believe you, man. Like, yeah. Whatever. Okay, and it, Crystal Skull Vodka. I think Chris and I, when we did trivia at uh, at the house, the trivia house party, we had some Crystal Head Vodka, and it's actually good. Yeah, it's solid. It's great. Uh, if you go back into my timeline on Facebook, you'll see a hashtag called Necromancer Solutions. Um, <laughs> and well, some of them were Necromancer Solutions, some were Necromancer Problems. But oh. uh, <laughs> Necromancer Solutions. <laughs> Is all crystal head vodka with either Starburst or Skittles in it. And then there's a bit of a process to get all of that film off if you go through the uh, Starburst because they're kind of waxy and that'll settle on top. So you want to get all that out. And then once you do, though, you have a beautifully flavorful, uh, like candy flavored Mm. crystal skull vodka. And it's great. Um, So, yeah, it's, it's a great vodka. Uh, can we, if uh, while we're bringing it back to Ghostbusters a little bit, can I say that I think Dan Aykroyd's um, cameo in the newest Ghostbusters was probably the best of all of them, just where he's a cab driver, and he's like, "Oh, those are just level five phantasms. I ain't afraid of no ghosts." He just drives off. And it's just like, "All right." I can't lie, I've not seen it. Me neither. I feel less bad now. <laughs> okay. That's that's it. totally fair. I can't, and not because people were like misogyny. I'm like number one, that's not how that works. Number two, I am a lady Ghostbuster. I would normally be stoked about this. However, I just don't like Paul Feig's movies. Um, mm. Yeah, that'll do it. Like people are like, but Bridesmaids. I'm like, no, mm. I didn't like oh. it. Oh, mm. yeah. It was more sad than funny. Like Kristen Wiig's life in that movie was awful. Yeah, and and it's it's kind of like just those characters again, but then now they're Ghostbusters. <laughs> like she's trying to be taken seriously as a professor, but she wrote a book about ghosts one time, so nobody takes her seriously. Um, and like even like Bill Murray's character, who's like a cameo, he's like a 
uh, debunker, professional debunker of ghost things. Yeah. He's like, I don't believe you because you're women and Ghostbusters. And I'm like, that's a little on the nose, isn't Wait, it? Wait, is that like a real thing from that movie? Yeah, he he's Holy like... Holy fuck. He plays a debunker and then he gets murdered by a ghost. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> right. It was, and it, the fact that they never really figured out what exactly they wanted it to be. Was it a sequel? A remake? Right. And they're like, no, it's not It's not even set in the same universe. The events from that movie never even happened. Right. Okay, then why bother having the original cast do cameos aside from a cash grab? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe yeah. You can suck it. It Like, I, I just recently watched it again uh, with my brother and sister who are, you know, 14 and 13. So, you know, the not the best taste in movies already. I mean... It's it is enjoyable. There are funny moments, but absolutely, it's not. Yeah, it's not on par with the the originals, to be sure. I, I am very stoked for the new one. Right, uh, me as well. Reitman, the one that's coming out sometime in someday. Supposed because to be this now summer. Who knows when anything yeah. ever comes out again? Right, uh, but they did the like the little teaser trailer. Right. Not gonna lie, maybe I cried a little bit. <laughs> there, I've been there. It's a uh, Finn Wolfhard. Yes, I don't know what his name is because I don't remember them saying it. But he's going through the closet at this house that his mom has inherited from his dead grandpa, and it's got the jumpsuit in it, and you can just make out Spangler. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Okay, that sounds much better. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's a continuation. It's for sure. Uh, people are like, oh, it looks like Stranger Things. I'm like, number one, that's because the kid from Stranger Things is in it. Number two, right. not a problem. Number two, I love Passing of the Torch movies. Yeah, and okay, so in Stranger, in Stranger Things season two, when the kids all dressed up as the Ghostbusters, like, there's clearly some love for the source material here yeah. uh, and some real, real respect for what they're doing. Like, the Paul Feig movie took every opportunity they could to hint at what was going on and then divert from it. So yeah. like, Oh, we could, um, we can have the same, like they have the firehouse, like the same firehouse from Ghostbusters. And then they realize it's too expensive. So they get an office above a Chinese restaurant just to yeah. kind of like shit on your memories. Like, fuck you. Ha ha. It's yeah. funny. Huh? Like I, uh... this one's like, Oh, we actually liked it and we're not going to like, just make you mad about it. We're going to treat it like a ghost movie and not like a comedy movie. Yeah. Um, I actually, my because my tattoo artist contacted me, this was four or so years ago now, I think. I don't know. It's been a long time. Um, but he messaged me and he's like, hey, so uh, the Jimmy Kimmel show reached out to me. They're looking for people because they found some of my tattoos online. Uh, they want to know if you want or if i had any clients that have ghostbusters tattoos that would want to be on the show i was like uh yeah so i did that they sent me all of like the cisco gear to oh right skype in and um i got to watch the filming of the jimmy kimmel show with the new members of the feed busters what i like to call it (laughs) and 
mo- they were all generally fine, but Melissa McCarthy seemed like kind of a dick. Um, something's on your mic or something like that. We can't Is it hear you. Oh, yes. There. Okay. Um, but yeah, Melissa McCarthy seemed kind of like a dick. Um, but then I got to do my segment and show off my Harold Ramis tattoo to the original cast of the Ghostbusters. That's pretty cool. <sighs> and then it looks like you kind of start crying. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. Once I was done, I, I definitely, I postmated myself some Chipotle and I cried into it about it. <laughs> It was great. That's it was fine. great. Yeah, you that's, know. That's, that's really cool. Thanks. And uh, Harold Ramis's daughter found me on Instagram um, with my tattoo. And so now she and I chat on occasion. Uh, that's got to be fucking that's great. amazing. It was bananas. I saw this girl, like, she liked my tattoo picture and she tagged some people in it. I'm like, who are these people? So I looked at their accounts and it was his sons. I'm like, shit, what? And so I, because I never knew his kids' names. And so I looked and I was like, holy balls. That's his daughter. And so, yeah, she actually, um, she's the sweetest, sweetest lady in the entire land. I adore her. Um, And she was part of, um, what was it? Ghost Heads. It's a documentary about Ghostbusters fans on Netflix. Right. It's like, hey, can I put your a picture of your tattoo? And I'm like, yeah. Okay. By all means. <laughs> so my Harold Ramis tattoo is famous. <laughs> hey, look, that's like one sixty-eighth of you is famous already. All right. <laughs> you count. You throw the podcast in. We're up to like. I don't know what four sixty eights is. Don't don't. Mm. I uh, that's two. Mm. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> two thirty fourths. No wait, I'm going. Yeah, so one seventeenth. One seventeenth. Thank there you, Charlie. That's. I you guess did that's, it. I guess that's why I'm here. Yay! You did math. I'm gonna keep drinking now. Usually it's random history facts, but way to way to pull in clutch with the math real quick. Well, I'm trying to help out. I don't. That's, Professor that's... Charlie's on summer vacation right now, guys, <laughs> and he's gonna get himself another fucking beer. Oh man! <laughs> I'll be right back. Do it! Do it! Oh, bless it! Apparently, I'm also getting high. I don't know. Do it! I just, Normally, uh, I get to offer guests something in situations like this. Wait, uh, Zoom calling is made life weird. Is my point. What we're gonna have to figure out, Chris, <laughs> is how to postmates booze to people, <laughs> or like, grow. So, like, can they get you something, and then like it just shows up at their <laughs> at the I door. Mean, I have an entire network of comedians who are out of work. I'm sure I could just have one of them with a car on, like, call and be like, hey, I'll give you so much money if you'll just go pick up booze for this person on my podcast tonight and go send it to them. 
that'd be that'd be kind of cool. Just like leave a little care package at their door, just like yeah. Here's a here's a margarita or something. This is a solid. We should write this one down, Charlie. We might have to actually pull write, pull through write on this one. Down. Thank you. Fan fucking tastic. A really good idea. So you points to it. All right. I will write it down. I also got to go in here real quick. All right. Anyway, we're back. Are we? Um. So yeah, as you may have noticed, uh, we don't we don't have like a direction this thing ever goes in or nope. anything. Um. I, I do think, though, that while Nawal and I have both uh, exchanged some of the things we are doing for our mental health lately, uh, Charlie, you secretive bastard. You, you sly devil, you. <laughs> we see you. Yeah, well, I mean, I've been working, and, and that's the weird thing. That's the weird thing that I've been doing is that now like, not working from home you know i work at a restaurant right. and we're open for business and as of yesterday we're now open for like customers to come and sit inside so that's kind of weighing on me because like tomorrow is the is the day that I, I go back and we're gonna have people in there at tables and so like i said at work it's been so slow we've, we've been watching crappy reality tv and just hanging out and playing like like four of us have been bringing in our switches and just like playing smash brothers while we wait for something to happen. It's like, we can't really do that anymore. <laughs> like, what do we, what do we do? So we're all like, do we like just bring our switches and sit in the back where they can't see us and like hang out or something? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I've been, uh, as Chris knows, I've been playing uh call of duty Warzone uh and and mo just in the most basic level getting back into playing video games i just moved into this new apartment with my buddy uh which is like weird and it's weird to do like mid pandemic and um all my stuff was on the east side and then like bringing it back over to the west side back to beaverton so like yeah, just got set up like 20 minutes before we started yeah i literally today. like emptied out my storage container or my storage unit and moved in like 20 minutes, like finally got everything in 20 minutes ago. So we had like, here we go. But um, yeah, getting into like online gaming. And the, the cool thing is, I mean, I've been, you know, we've been doing zoom calls, you and I, and you and I and Joshua and stuff like that for the past like three months, but uh, now like using discord and using um, like online gaming to connect with people. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, like, that's cool you know it it actually is really nice to like every night like my buddies get on and we kind of like hang out so yeah not... this is why i keep offering to buy you monster hunter. i know i know, <laughs> I know, I know. And you can still buy me monster hunter i just have to delete like everything on my ps4 <laughs> it's so worth it i don't know what else to say to that all right and it's not even true i have fortnite i've got uh warzone so that i can play those with you and joshua and then I've got Mortal Kombat for the next time we have one of those parties and somebody wants to challenge me to a fighting game. <laughs> and then... <laughs> hey, Mortal are you... Kombat is my shit. I don't, are you on MK11? No. I need. I don't have a Switch. PS4. I'm on PS4. 
Oh, okay. I don't have that either. The only gaming system I have right now, currently, is the Sega Genesis Mini. Like, oh hell yeah! Well, okay, that's pretty. That's pretty cool though. Uh, yeah, it was on sale, and I was like, "Give me that now," because I had a Genesis growing up, and Mortal Kombat was my shit. Like, oh dude, I only ever played Mortal Kombat on Nintendo. Wow. And then eventually, I guess PlayStation. But yeah, I had. Huh. I had the first one I had, uh, I, it came with, it was a Christmas present. So I had the Genesis and the first game I had was Mortal Kombat 3. Man, your parents thought you were way cooler than my parents thought I was. So the Christmas that I got a Genesis, I got Sonic the Hedgehog 2. That was, and don't get me Which wrong. Which is the I, best Sonic? Don't get me so, wrong. Oh. I'm still firmly a full, like, I love Sonic. I'm so excited to see what they're about to do with part two of the live action version. Uh, that went to watch that. I'm I'm gonna recommend it. Um, there's a lot of dumb shit in it, but it is for kids. So yeah, you know, bear that in mind. If if um like there's there's a few like references, quite a few references actually. Like if you're a fan of the games, if you're a fan of like the Sonic memes and stuff going around, there's there's a few quick little references. Yeah. And um, I'm a huge fan of Ben Schwartz. He is absolutely amazing, and I think he does a great job as Sonic. I, ooh, I love that man. Help me right? out. Which one's Ben Schwartz? Ben uh, Schwartz plays John Ralphio in Parks and Rec. He uh, played Clyde Overholt in House of Lies on Showtime. Okay, uh, go back to Parks and Rec. Which one is that? John Ralphio, uh, <laughs> John Ralphio Saperstein is uh, he's like a trust fund really entitled he's he's tom haverford's best friend like he's an absolute dick but he's hilarious right they they open up entertainment 720 together and um his sister is played by jenny slate oh my ad she she's my absolute favorite she's so good those two together are incredible don't be suspicious don't be suspicious don't don't be suspicious yeah, that's great. Uh, we Fantastic. Had also, a special, three specials with on Netflix right Thomas now. Thomas Middleditch. Middleditch. Uh, Middleditch and Schwartz. They've been to Portland twice and I've seen them both times. They do complete improv specials, like full okay. hour long shows. If you saw him, I think you would. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have that capability. Why am I not doing that? Uh, because this has been more fun. Oh, okay. Okay. It's like we, I feel like we go this, through this every time we talk about Ben Schwartz, honestly. I don't know of any of the time we've talked about Ben Schwartz. I think we've, we've probably talked about it like the last time we... I was about so terrified for a second there, Charlie. What? <laughs> I did not know that somebody was about to screen share, and so oh. I thought my computer was in the middle of crashing because everything just went black for a second. <laughs> He is also the nicest person I've ever met in my life. Nice. Can confirm. Ben Schwartz, solid dude. The only famous people I've met are comedians. He is a comedian. He wrote for SNL. Did he? Yeah, he's 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 written for SNL and things like that. He's he's a he's a I think he started more of a as a writer and then he kind of started getting into like the acting gigs. 
kind of like sideways through that. Uh, the UCB, I think. Oh, right, right, right. Upright, that's right. Okay. Either, yeah, no, UCB, well, not, not Second City. Well, what I know. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, he's he's written quite a, uh, quite a few things for, for sure. He's, he's, he's got a he's, couple yeah. little books out that are funny. It's like, things you should already know about dating, you fucking idiot. Oh, man. He, he, very funny. So he gave an interview to Polygon.com because of Sonic the Hedgehog. So, um, it, like, they were asking him, like, so you play Sonic, so do you know what color Sonic's hands are under his gloves? And he's like, maybe. Maybe when the second movie comes out, I'll tell you. <laughs> Just, <laughs> you got to have me back, I guess. They're like, all right. guess so. Yeah. Right? How are we going to argue with that? Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, he's anyway. very funny. I still haven't watched the special um, on Netflix. I feel like a, I don't know why I feel like a dick about it. It's not like I'm like, yes, Ben Schwartz, you're my best friend. I feel like I should right, have yeah. watched it I, already. I, I honestly, I've only seen the first one, um, and it was just incredibly good. Those, those, Both of those guys are so great. But. Incredible. Like, I did improv in college briefly and then went to a lot of improv shows in college yikes is all i can say about them i mean it was 10 plus years ago so it wasn't good it wasn't good but then watching people that are actually skilled at it like oh okay this That's is why people like it that's like, what you're aiming for. <laughs> I'm like, ah, ooh, because this, ooh, boy, oh, boy. Well, yeah, if you only ever went to open mics, you probably wouldn't like stand-up. I don't. <laughs> fair point, my friend. Go to an, my friends always well, are like, I keep thinking I don't like Right? Yeah, exactly. They're like, why didn't you tell me that you had a, a mic? I'm like, because that's not a thing that you tell people to come to. Like, you don't, you don't want to come to one of those. I barely want to go to those. <laughs> like, ah, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like a, sort of like a dress rehearsal is the best yeah. way I can think of to describe it to people that don't do stand up. Like, yeah, you don't, don't, don't go to those. It will, most of them, there are some, there are some that are decent. Right, but they curate their list, and they, exactly. yeah. The majority don't, and so you're going to wind up tagging along and be like, wow, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> I don't know you now. Yeah. Trying to get uh, people to come to your band's shows at, uh, like, a shitty bar. It's pretty, yeah, it's, it's pretty the same. It's like, they're like, oh, it's going to be, like, a big show? Like, uh, like, I'm playing at the Starday Tavern, like, Hey, that was a solid show. You it sold was, shirts at that show. No, but I mean, like, them. two shirts. Um, but, like, so you get you have the one table of your, like, six friends that showed up. And then I think we had, like, our friend Nancy was kind of, like, dancing, uh, like, in front of the camera and stuff. <laughs> like, you had, like, three people dancing because Hannah was there. Okay. And... Hannah, Jordan, and Nancy, and and yeah. but like nobody else we knew, the guy before us left all his shit on stage while we we're like trying to set up, and then like 
halfway through one of our songs he like comes up to grab it off the stage and we're like uh excuse me and it's just like my one friend that i got to come is just like i gotta go and i'm like yeah you do yeah (laughs) (laughs) thanks for coming buddy yeah yeah my ex used to play around town and having to like feign any kind of emotion other than abject horror was someone give me all the awards for it um it was just like I would help promote all of his shows and stuff and we'd get there and be like Hawthorne Theater there's 13 people here and three of them are me and the other two girlfriends (laughs) and the rest aren't here for you Hey, I've I played good shows. They're out there and they exist. It was just sure. not did. not every show. <laughs> Portland can be a really weird place for live anything. Yeah. Comedy, music, performing. It's a like people are always like, Yeah, I'm so there and then they never show up. What's weird is that it's usually better if you mix things. Right? Like, if you get three of those things onto one stage, you'll get, like, ten people to actually show up. Because <laughs> yeah. it's the three people who would have shown up for each of the separate things. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh. And then one person who saw a flyer, and they were just bored enough. Or someone who, usually it's, like, a couple that is just there already anyway, and they had no idea anything was happening. Like, yeah. Oh, there's a burlesque show tonight? Well, to be fair, if I'm already somewhere and then they tell me that a burlesque show is going to happen, my goal is not to leave this establishment now. <laughs> That's, I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. <laughs> no, that sounds like, I've done that before. I'm like, well, shit, I'm already here. Didn't have anything else to do. Let's see what this is all about. No, even if I had something else to do, if a burlesque show is going to be kind enough to come to me, yes, <laughs> I'm going to pay 10 bucks. Congratulations. Thank you. This was a nice gift. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's also a very good point. <laughs> Please excuse me as I use the restroom. No. <laughs> no excuses. Did you, like, chug a coffee at the beginning of this? I should have. The the weather change from it being warm and then looking like October. My body's like, ooh, nap time. Oh, man. I'm always about nap time. I do love a nap. I always wake up like a gremlin, though. I'm like, what? What time is it? Is it 7 p.m. or 7 a.m.? Where am I? I keep telling people, I don't, I can't actually like nap, right? It's either uh, my eyes are shut and then I snap awake looking horrified five minutes later, uh, or I'm just having another sleep in my day, like another full eight hour increment of fuck life. And then I come back and then I'm up for like two hours. I'm like, cool. Well, I guess it's bedtime. Congratulations, mate. You really knocked another one out of the park. For someone who loves sleep as much as I do, 
having insomnia is just cruel. It's hateful and wrong. Bobby is a dick. Yeah, I've only ever had like five times in my life where I did not retain my superpower of passing out exactly where I stand. And every time one of those has happened, you know about it because I go to Facebook and I make an apology post to all of my friends that have a hard time with sleep who are insomniacs. And I'm like, look, guys, I I give you a lot of shit for this, Uh, mostly because I have half a superpower. Uh, (laughs) And it's hard not to be a dick about that. But as I am currently in a position where even my brain has told me to go fuck myself and I'm just stuck up here with the rest of you, I would certainly like to apologize uh, and say that I appreciate all of the efforts you go through to not murder me on a daily basis. (laughs) One of my very good friends that we travel with like we travel together all the time that bitch can sleep anywhere and it is rude that's like, fucking great sleeping like there's no fucking problem right in front of me how dare you dude <laughs> like, no i i get on an airplane and i don't i don't know what flying is like uh it, <laughs> to me it feels very much like teleporting i sit down i get into a nice comfortable position put my head back and then somebody hears me snore for three hours and then I hear a bong and then I wake up and I feel a plane land and then I hop off an airplane and I get I'm at a new terminal in a new state and it's it's fucking beautiful guys you should everybody should have this the last time I went to England um it, you know it's obviously traveling internationally you're never like on a good schedule or anything but so I was like Seattle to Chicago and then Chicago to London yeah the Chicago to London flight, we were on a seven, uh, yeah, triple seven, 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 seven. I don't know. It's like in the middle row and there's like people on either side of me. And I totally Bless fell asleep you. at some point and I wake up and there's nobody else in the row except for me. And everybody else has like moved to other seats in the plane. And I'm like, all right. So I got like eight hours of sleep. And there's no one around me? Like, hell yeah. I am jealous. I just went to London in uh, November. No, October. And the way there, it was Portland to LA, to London. And from LA to London, I was supposed to sit on the end, but this guy took my seat. And his sister was on the other side of me, but they both passed out almost immediately. <laughs> I was like, well. Because cool. if you can, it's great. Yeah. And then I did, I did sleep for a little bit and they woke me up for food, which I'll allow. I'm like, yeah. No, I'm like, I don't know you and you did steal my seat, but also food. Food. So. Thank you. On the way back, I sat next to two youths. Uh, There were 21 and 23. And it was their first time going to Vegas. And apparently, I didn't know this, but on, I believe it's Virgin Flights, there's a certain section where your booze is unlimited. Oh, what? Yeah, because they didn't have to pay for drinks. They just kept getting booze unless the flight attendant was just giving them alcohol. I mean, I feel like that's, isn't that what first class is supposed to be? It wasn't first class. Oh. 
Well. That's why I was confused. Now we have questions. Virgin Virgin Airlines, uh, fucking send us an email at uh, chriscomedian at gmail.com. Actually, uh, everything oh. and nothing 2020 at hotmail.com. Oh, we have one of those now, huh? Oh, we've had that for like six months. Well, go us. <laughs> everything yeah. and nothing 2020 at hotmail.com then, Virgin. Uh, I keep wanting to say mobile. God damn it. It's the same company. Is it? Virgin Mobile, why do your phones suck? <laughs> I have questions too. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we've officially hit the Simon Cowell portion of Charlie's drinking. Oh boy. <laughs> I love it. I love uh, let me let me get real quick into the uh into the the Gordon Ramsay portion. Y- yeah, no, we there Absolute you go. Garbage. <laughs> He does, he does a lot of this move, and I don't know what like this is, but I love it. It is the self-restraint of not donkey. beating the shit out of another human being, is what it is. Because if you keep your if you keep it right here, this is where it's glued. It's not there. Hey, big boy, <laughs> it's delicious. Really I, good I love Gordon Ramsay. So oh, your Michael. your mic is gone again. It, it comes yeah. in waves. This time, I'm not touching it. I don't know what's going on. It's so weird. Is it just you? No. <laughs> no i uh, i i don't know sometimes i get to hear that it's happening because it'll have a weird uh it'll sound like something's like moving over the speaker or that there's like a hard wind on it and then it'll stop probably my hand oh okay but that i wasn't touching it that time well <laughs> if it helps you're back now yay that time i don't know why because my hand is definitely not touching the microphone no, yeah, i don't some, know i don't know it's, oh. like, it gets yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the podcast is on it. That's so. gotta be it. <laughs> the day like we the have... microphone of Marconi or something. It's haunted. And did you I ever get? Did you guys ever see Warehouse Thirteen? By the way, can I throw that out there? No. Uh, I'm a big lover of like shitty basic cable TV. Um, and this one was right up there. If like. It was around the same time as Eureka on Sci-Fi. Which I, they, I did like Eureka a lot. And they actually crossed over um, a couple times. And it, like at the time, Sci-Fi was having their all their shows kind of cross over. So like Alphas and Eureka and Warehouse 13. And Warehouse 13 is all about these artifacts that um, people imbue with some kind of energy. So... Uh, like sylvia plath's bell jar and when you touch it you're so depressed you want to kill yourself or uh harvey corman's uh cufflinks and when you touch them you laugh so much because he always would break during the like when he was in the middle of a bit he would always break so you is our new game what haunted relic would you leave behind yeah that sounds that sounds like a great game uh points points yeah and it's, it's an absolutely amazing show uh and it was stupid like stupid and lovely but it didn't last too long uh so for example like i'm currently watching the final season of supernatural which uh right it's 15 years 15 seasons of supernatural i, I quit i quit at season 11 i know and so did I my got, so did my former so roommate angry I got so angry. Like my former roommate couldn't Charlie. deal with like the Leviathans. Like after 
the apocalypse or Armageddon or whatever, like, what do you do after that? And then they kept going for like five seasons. Are you kidding me? They're still going. Yeah. Yeah. They're almost done, but they have 13 more episodes to go. (laughs) No, no. Like they're, this is the final season. And, and, but anyway, I don't, I can't. Here's the thing. So like, also, also on CW uh, is Arrow, which has gone for like six seasons or whatever, and that that just ended. Uh, and I I feel like the guys from Supernatural looked at Arrow and was like, "Wait, you can just end your show? Yeah, like, <laughs> hold on, you can, just, you can stop. We didn't know that. Like we so yeah, they, like they're really building it up for this big ending showdown kind of thing. But um, Supernatural or yeah, uh, Warehouse Thirteen one of those that kind of like was short and sweet like really wraps it all up leaves it in a good spot we appreciate those kinds of shows yeah uh, like a lot of british shows do that mm. um, now you're talking my language the original office correct two seasons of the special um yes i think i have that too somewhere back there um but i do love garbage television and movies oh, yeah. uh, like there's a show not warehouse 13 the premise you were talking about reminds me of friday the 13th the series completely unrelated to the jason Voorhees movies right. but they go around collecting haunted antique objects to put them back into a vault so they couldn't harm people wonderful show three seasons all ridiculous and oh, that so good. amazing huh. it is um highly recommended if you can find it um i don't know if it's on streaming anywhere Pro- might be on youtube i own it on dvd because i also hoard physical media um but also and when to- and when the internet collapses we'll we're all be coming to you so thank you i got you but yeah um sharknado I will never stop loving that franchise. I can't help it. It's awful. And I love every heinous second of all of the movies. And I mean, that's fine. Not everything I like is good. I'm told all of my music is just just not. Chris, Um, there's nothing wrong with your music. You and my mom enjoy it a lot. I just... (laughs) I don't know what kind of music you listen to, Chris. So, okay, to give you an idea. Uh, what what happened is I was at one point working at a pizza hut in the back area. Um, and, and I say that because I would do everything, like dishes, cooking, prep, whatever. I would just do everything. They should have made me a manager. They didn't. Um, <laughs> so I'm just working in the back. And after a while, people are, we're now entering the phase of life where we've got like phones can sit inside of the metal container thing to just spread your pandora right and so people are doing that but everyone back there listens to like real hardcore rap or metal and so people up front could hear it from the kitchen and they'd be like hey you gotta turn it down or turn it off because you can't have your cussing all throughout pizza hut and so eventually uh we just all started taking turns and management realized that the only person who was technically safe to listen to was my music because nobody swears in my music. It's all very mellow. Everything's very, it's a lot of Matchbox 20 and Death Cab for Cutie and the Decemberists. Uh, and like, Third Eye Blind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, 
wrong with that. There's some goo goo dolls. Yeah. You, that, I mean, there's a tiny yep. place, but I don't hate it. Well, so after an eight hour shift of that, my friend Mike, who's known me since we were 11, he was like, hey, buddy, you can't um, do that to people. And I said, <laughs> what? And he's like, I want to slit my wrists with no, chainsaws right now. Just come up to you. I don't. You okay? Yeah, he's like, I don't know how you okay? do this on purpose all the time and be the happy person you are. But maybe you should see somebody. And it was weird that this was the thing that caused somebody to first tell me I should see somebody. Like, <laughs> they're like, mm-mm, death cab, that's a sign. That's a sign. Hi. To be fair, I was real bitter at this part of my life, so there was also a lot of dashboard confessionals. And oh, if you're listening man. to a lot of dashboard confessional, I'm very sorry about whatever's happening in your life. Yeah. And you probably, in fact, should see somebody. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't judge other people's music taste uh, because mine is what some people would call horrible. I would call those people wrong, but <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's a wide selection of music that I listen to, but I truly do love like most things from the 80s and 90s. I'm big on 90s music. I, I unironically love Rick Astley. Dude, All right. Rick oh, yeah. Astley, I'm surprise, you. surprise. He's amazing. He's actually really cool. <laughs> yeah. Immune to the Rick role. Like, you play me never gonna give you up, and I'm stoked on it. And I'm like, yep, yep, here for it. Um, what else? So, yeah, so many people get like annoyed by that stuff that is like... I gotta like ask that, guys. Like weirdest Rickroll. Weirdest, weirdest Rickroll. Rickroll? Like in your life, like what is the most the most memorable Rickroll you've? I mean, I guess for for you, there's probably not one because no. you don't you don't give I a shit. To, I used to do it to other people because when ringback tones were a thing, uh, I still have one on my phone. Wow. And I so when you call me, it's uh, Road to Nowhere. By the Talking Heads. I'm like, wonderful song, absolutely beautiful like, song. Why? Why? Like people forgot that was a thing. Let me bring you a little bit of joy if you're calling me, because you're not gonna get much happier after I answer the phone if I do. But uh, my first ringback tone ever was never gonna give you up because I am a monster. That's, I, mean, I think that's no, just beautiful. That's, that's fine. That's, that's exactly what those were for. Um, can I, in in lieu of a weird Rickroll, which I could give you a weird Rickroll as well, but uh, in lieu of actually some Rickroll news has happened this week. Yeah. God, always Charlie with the updates. Well, that's why I'm here. Charlie is our news correspondent. We just don't know it yet. <laughs> Okay, so um, Mr. Rick Astley, the the hero and legend that he is, has just recently joined Reddit. Um, and he did a Reddit Ask Me Anything, which was really cool. If you went through the thread, he was dropping pictures that he was finding around his house. He's like, I, yeah, I've just been going through pictures uh, during the quarantine. So, like, here's uh, some of me. This is in, uh, like, California in, like, 1983 or 1984. Here's me on, like, a BMX bike before I was supposed to go on the show. Uh, like whatever 
or just whatever yeah so people are like ask you know ask me anything so people are dropping things and he um this one guy's like oh hey you're the real rick astley this is real right and he's like yeah yeah this is me it's like oh that's so cool uh i actually got to meet you uh at a backstage event and like we got a picture together i don't know if you remember this is like 1992 or something like that or i can't remember exactly when it was but this guy he had posted a link and it's ostensibly to the picture uh but this guy posted it and it was a rick roll and rick astley got rick rolled like the man himself the, like the and uh so hold on let me i can actually I do this saying, gonna, is there a, is there a name we're supposed to be shouting out here for the dude who gets so many points for rick um, rolling rick astley the malleable duck the malleable duck shout out to the malleable duck on reddit oh yeah all right so this is rick astley 1989 backstage in vegas so there he is on a bike that's cool um would do this guy's like i can't i think i might cry it's actually you i met you at a backstage event when i was 12 seriously a big fan i've seen you in concert five times and you can probably guess where this link leads and it's and uh ashley responded with a clapping emoji because he actually got rickrolled um so absolutely amazing that's that's the rickroll news of the week rickroll news of the week i I didn't know it i didn't know we needed to have it but it happened i am i that i feel like that happening should have created some kind of wormhole right yeah all like stargate through well i think it it could just be a timeline it could just be another sign of the apocalypse, honestly, because you know we're we're already on our way. So, I mean, what is it? Mayan calendar says next week. Mm. Yeah, sure. I <laughs> I'll believe any date you tell me at this point. Like, good. It can't come soon enough. Yeah. Just... I mean, if this isn't the darkest timeline, I feel like that wormhole created by Rick Astley getting rickrolled <laughs> potentially be the actual darkest timeline, or you go through it and it will put right what once went wrong. Yeah, it puts us right back to before we did the Hadron Collider. That's... <laughs> Was that it? Our, that, that yeah, that must have been it. Uh, right. Now, if you guys want to see a weird Rickroll, are you ready for a weird Rickroll? Yes. All right. Although this uh, is still this... not you getting Rickrolled. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't remember. I've been Rickrolled many times. Here's, this is a video from Nancy Pelosi's Speaker of the House. No. I uh, this is called. So much. Look, it's Nancy Pelosi. Here's Barack Obama. This was posted, I believe, 19, or, uh, 2008, 2009, just after Obama's election. Uh, it's just a video of her cats. Pretty innocuous. But I don't know why she has cats in her. Residence. I guess that's allowed. Yeah, so Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House. She did it. Okay, wait. So is what we're really learning is that Pelosi is just the best troll in Washington. 
And and we've just allowed that to become her job title. Does this explain why she reacts to everything the way she does? <laughs> I mean, it would make sense. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if, if, if she did it personally or if, like, somebody put it up on her YouTube channel for her. Like, I don't even... I honestly, I know nothing about the woman. Like, does she have kids that did that? Or was it one of her staffers, maybe, that was, like, in charge of that? I don't know, but I'm super into it. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's hilarious. I have, a, like, this much more respect for her. So, great. Cool. Whatever. It's good. Uh, did you guys ever play the game where you would try and get a song stuck in your friend's head? Like, you would just either text them or call them and start singing a song and then hang up or was that just me and my friends i i no. can't i can't say that i ever did that no in, really in instead my friends found that there are three songs that that i hate so much so very much but they play in my head if i don't find ways to avoid them and so they will just plant these these are my rickrolls uh <laughs> And so one of them is they're taking the hobbits to Isengard. God, 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 God. Because every time that happens, it that always it has to follow through in my head. I can't watch that movie anymore, guys. Oh. And uh, <laughs> so that that's your come sail away, like Cartman. You hear yes. him, you do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, instead of losing the game, I lose one week. I. I spent two years where I could not make it a week without having to be faced with one week by bare naked ladies. And so wow. now my best friend in Alaska, Lynn, will still send me Snapchats anytime she's at work and bare naked ladies comes on the radio. It's just the speakers and the song coming out. And then the bottom is whatever way she's making fun of me today. Uh, and as far as I know, this is what love is. Uh, between people so uh, my my friend and I used to do that in college Uh, she was my roommate and um, it was the one that would always get both of us and we would try and save that one for last to be like get the last word in yeah because we're like okay if this happens I know that I'm gonna win the game today mutually Uh, assured destruction sorry what was that the theme to Sanford and Sons oh nice yeah um but you know you know like cotton eye joe yeah just those earworms so i'd hear a song on the radio and i'd turn it up really loud and i'd call her and just stick my phone by the speaker and then i'd hear like yell and i'd hang up (laughs) Uh, in high school i had a friend this was a precursor to that game Uh, he would call me in the middle of the night and because he was like he wanted to be a voice actor um, and so he was very, very good at like all of the Family Guy characters, a lot of Simpsons characters, oh, yeah. Muppets. Um, so he would just randomly call me in the middle of the night as different characters, uh, usually to just like say good night and stuff. But sometimes he would call me way too late at night. I would pick up the phone because I'm the kind of person like my phone is always on and it's always close. Because um, I'm like, if you need something in the middle of the night, you like you need a ride or something, call me and I'll come get you. And so I had my phone, like, I would sleep with it under my pillow, which is probably a terrible idea. Uh, <laughs> I don't anymore, but I did. I was like 16. Before uh, phones got exploding. <laughs> yeah. They were not smart. 
they were not smartphones. I think you could play Snake and send text messages for like 25 cents. Um, but he called me and he, I answered the phone and he started speaking as Robert Stack. Wow. In the, of the night. And I was like, yeah. And I would hang up and then he would call back laughing and then he would sing me the rainbow connection as Kermit the Frog. Oh, I just love that song so much. Cause he, he knew, he knew that Robert Stack scared me. Um, <laughs> Robert Stack is legitimately a horrifying person. Like, <laughs> no, my friend sent me a picture recently just because she's like, I knew this would creep you out was her response. Uh, it's a picture of Robert Stack smiling, Ugh. which is far more unsettling than anything I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've uh, seen a lot of weird things. I gotta look that up now, actually. Dude, it's horrible. <laughs> it does not look natural at all. I was like, no, no. Mm-mm. I hate it. I hate it. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a little weird. <laughs> Especially this one that I've chosen. Which... <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead and do this to us, Charlie. It's fine. All right. All right. You know, while we're, while we're out here. Yeah, like, that looks a little one. weird. That's the one she sent me. It's yeah. awful. Like it's too many teeth. <laughs> it's too much teeth. I mean, there he looks okay, I guess. That's fine. I mean, even that looks unsettling. That looks like a normal person. That does not. No. <laughs> I don't like it. Like that. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. No. Like young Robert. Okay, Jackson. so somewhere between the uh, that picture, well, not that one, but the one in the bottom left. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the one that you just had up somewhere between those two is where he sold his soul. You can see yeah. it, right? That uh, this is where he starts getting weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. It's like the light went out in his eyes, and he is. There he is. There he is from the the unsolved Ooh, mysteries. Like with the noose above his head is a little. Unsettling. And the gun and the knife, <laughs> and he's just like, everything's fine. <laughs> this is fine. This is my job. I'm Robert we're in, Stack. <laughs> we're in a great neighborhood. Well, Okay. Definitely giving me Clue vibes in that picture, though. Duh, Clue, what a Points. fantastic movie. One of the best. Speak, okay, so speaking of, like, shitty movies and stuff, because uh, I, or I, not shitty, but, you know. I was like, stupid. I'm not sure that that's the segue we just had. Uh, <laughs> no, but we were, we were talking about crappy TV and, like, crappy movies and crappy music. Like, uh, are you guys fans of Mystery Science Theater? 3000 yeah i mean it's it's like the eternal like get high three in the morning you're watching mystery science theater and it's just like i like cracking up like i so here's here's the problem with sleeping on command is that i never find myself in a situation where i'm up at three in the morning getting okay. high okay so i'm not i'm not i'm i like mystery science theater but i don't get to say i'm a fan because i have not seen enough of it to be so it's you don't have to stay up until three in the morning no absolutely i it's you, funny anytime you could definitely watch it in the middle of the day i, I mean i've Get done that noon and watch it time I've, doesn't matter right now i've been unemployed See, like i have I, get... I, I work yeah. all week every week so <laughs> well then maybe not for you <laughs> working like in the in the food industry the ske- my schedule is all weird because like I'm working like 3.30 in the afternoon to 10.30 at night mm-hmm. and then get home and probably play some video games until 1 or 2. And then I'm like, I'll just throw on some Mystery Science Theater and drink a beer and like, ha this is crazy. It's like a dream job to just 
sit, watch a shitty movie, and heckle it. Oh man, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the the new seasons, uh, I have great love for as well. Um, I was not super liking how everything was coming out. The and I admit it was I was at an open mic, um, so I might have just not enjoyed life. Um, oh, okay. It was yes. uh, it was at Firkin, uh, Firkin Tavern, um, and MSTK was just on, and I was like, "Oh, Pat Oswald, oh Felicia Day, fuck yes!" And then I just didn't enjoy what was happening. I think uh, it's I think that's more more jokes per minute than the older series. I've like compared it to like some of the classic episodes, uh, like Mono's Hands of Fate, and. Uh, Com- comparing like new episodes like cry, cry uh the cry wilderness episode which is probably my favorite of the new series and um i don't know those guys just they write quicker i think we're we're at a, in a more like snappy age of of comedy uh, maybe i'm i'm not a comedian you guys can judge that i i'm not qualified to say that Oh, but. you are qualified, though, to be able to clearly state that we as a human, like as a species, uh, have a much shorter attention span than we used Ab- to. Absolutely, yeah. And so, yeah, they have to write more jokes per minute to keep audiences engaged. It's the only way. Yeah. Yeah, these it's guys a are... Way. <laughs> Let me show you the way. Uh, yeah, so, uh, I don't know. Those, I like those guys, and... Um... The, like the the new uh team hampton yount uh baron fallen jonah ray they're they're all funny dudes and uh it makes for a good show but absolutely just like the the love of watching a shitty movie and then laughing about it is and and that's why i like watching a shitty show because i can just sit there and like that doesn't make any sense haha <laughs> like i love when they do the um riff tracks in the theaters yes that is always so fun to go to my friend and i went to um they did one of the doctor who movies i think um this was a year or two ago now and played um it was like a weird british ad for something it was like a short film almost it was like maybe 10 minutes and it was the weirdest most fucked up, hilarious thing I had seen in a long time. Um, I'll have to find it online and I'll share it because it was just like, what is happening in Britain in the seventies? What is what is this? Uh, Britain, there was, there was a lot of questions going around at that yeah, time for sure. Power station and a little boy threw his frisbee into this power station and got electrocuted. Right. Was it, like, w- sorry, was it animated? No. Okay. Even okay. weirder. All right. Uh, but yeah, it was, the, um, it was just fucking hilarious. My, my dad grew up in England in the sixties and seventies and, um, you know, being born there. Uh, so, uh, they had these, the series of PSAs about Charlie and, um, Charlie is a animated cat and my dad will tell you, people still have nightmares about this fucking cat. Uh, and now that I've said it, I guess I have to pull it up. But um, is this so your much, namesake? Well, it's spelt differently, and it's an orange cat. But 
Um, is this going to be Britain's version of Garfield? Uh, no, no, no. It's it's absolutely horrifying. Watch it. Just... I know what I said. Okay, maybe. <laughs> let's see. Let's. Uh, so this is there. This oh, is... this already looks so unsettling. Okay. Yeah, right. And so okay, so we can see here that he's got like uh, there's a, a pipe and some matches. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Charlie says that if ever you see a box of matches lying around, tell mommy because they can hurt you. Like, Whoever made this has never seen a cat move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why Why does a cat talk like that? I don't get One it. One day when my dad went fishing, he took Charlie and me along. While he was no. fishing, we started having fun with the puddles. You know, like you do. Dad shouted, come back here. But just then, Charlie tried to do an extra big jump and he went over the edge and into the water. It was very lucky for him, he caught on the line. Charlie uh-huh. says next time we go fishing, we should stay very close to Dad, where he can look after us. Okay, but here's the thing, is the cat who I'm supposed to be terrified, or is it this kid? Because have you seen that kid's dead face anytime right. he's it, talking at the camera? It could be, uh, uh, yeah, it could be a little bit of both, for sure. Now, uh, British uh, techno band, uh, the Prodigy made a song about it, um, which of course they did. Charlie says, always tell your mummy before you go off somewhere. This is probably the best part of it. I'm starting to think that I'm going to have to revoke your screen share abilities at some point. Okay, well... <laughs> I just we got we got into the weird PSAs. I had to. to uh huh. That was, All right. I can it's, see how that would give people nightmares. Yeah, it's a little disturbing. And there was Speaking like of nightmares. Six of those. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Huh? Why would they have made three? Anyway. <laughs> uh, I do want to come back to something because uh, we talked about something in the podcast here today that I I think is going to be a fun thing to explore. What? haunted artifact do you leave oh. behind oh yes hmm hmm that's a really good question i think i would want to be something like a really cool piece of jewelry like a fancy ring like you know all Disney witches have that like giant gem. Well, kind of, let me look kind of like this. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> gemstone amulet ring situation. All right, I, you're definitely laying down the the foundation for why this would be a thing you leave behind. What with wearing it currently, so solid. We're on, we're on a good start. I also have one. It's made out of uranium glass, um, and so it 
glows under oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's really cool so something like that because it's that really cool disney villain green when it glows okay yeah um so yeah i'd want to be like a haunted amulet but what does it do you so, so you leave it behind what is it what's the effect it has on people oh it's evil absolutely uh you know um i don't know i don't know Exactly. Well, like in there, it sounded like it was something personal to like a thing that the person does, or or like something that is like integral to who they are. But a like thing that gets it would be um, it would contain my my spirit, my essence. So the wearer would be possessed by by me, which would just be a nightmare for everybody else walking <laughs> the earth. Nobody needs that. <laughs> Hundreds of years in the future, another me. Just someone walking around, they get possessed by me. And then I can make them, you know, do whatever. You can make them funnier. <laughs> yes. Like, here's your awkward, sarcastic comment that nobody asked for. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> no, hey, that, that's, no, this is a legit nightmare, okay? Turning other people into comedians is awful <laughs> and definitely qualifies as evil. You've solid solid response that's why I trusted with a superpower because i know i would use it for evil that's like that stupid icebreaker whenever you get a new job like if you could have a superpower what would you have and everybody's like i would fly i'd be oh, no exactly. pyrokinesis i would set things on fire with my mind and i would clearly use it for evil that's uh zach morris timeout from saved by the bell ultimate superpower he can actually change time to benefit himself with no repercussions he lives the best possible life ever counterpoint the ability to adjust probability yeah yeah we've i think we've had this conversation yeah it's it's a cool idea it's i like your i think yeah i like that too all right charlie what do you leave behind what do i leave behind um I feel like it's going to be something stupid. Uh, uh, no, I mean, maybe like a... Maybe it's like a pillow that like puts you to sleep. Like, it's like, but like not in a good way. Like you sleep through every alarm clock. You just like sleep. Like a sleeping beauty type situation. Like you come in contact yeah. with pillow. Yeah, yeah kind of like haunt it. Because, yeah. Yeah, it's like you, you like, oh no, this pillow, and then like you put your head on it, and you're just like out until somebody wakes you up physically. Are like, you like a like a like a sol- Do you sleep through a lot of your alarm clocks? Is that what we're I, learning about you right I, now? I uh, either I sleep through them or I wake up before them. I don't deal well with alarm clocks. Like, <laughs> if I know there's an alarm clock, I get so anxious about it that I actually wake up before the alarm clock is off and then like turn off the alarm clock and then fall asleep. That's the problem. I'm like, Oh, oh I'm already awake. Nope. You know, uh, I don't know. Uh, other than that, I, I don't really know what else I would like imbue with my dark power. <laughs> you know, what you know? I like it was never implied that this was going to be like an evil thing. <laughs> yeah. And absolutely. In warehouse 13 rules, there are artifacts that are, actually good or at least innocuous and yeah, like, like don't hurt you that much but yeah there there was an episode of bewitched where there's a haunted uh bed warmer 
from like I want to say it was from the Salem witch trials. Oh, but right. It was just another. I think it was like a warlock that had been transformed. So he had, he got stuck as a haunted bed warmer, and so I was like, okay. And then Nick, our former producer, was like, okay, but like, so there's all all these weird things that can be haunted. Why don't plates get ghosts? That's a good question. Probably because you because you wash them. Like like something that you would like that you wash every day, you know. Assuming that you wash your plates every day, you could be like not a clean person. But right, don't don't judge me. Fucking, <laughs> we're in a pandemic. Nothing matters. <laughs> but but you know, it's like I feel like. Um, so in like in Japanese culture, a uh, a, a chef's knife has like a, a little piece of it, uh, the chef's soul in it. So you never put your mm-hmm. knife in the dishwasher because you wouldn't wash your soul. So, or you wouldn't put your soul in the dishwasher. I should say you you wash it in other ways. But like you know, furniture that you don't really you know like a chair that you are always sitting in or something you're using constantly i think the ring is great because it is with you you know it's it's i i thought for sure you'd go to haunted drumsticks yeah i was kind of thinking about it but i have so many pairs that like and and what would they would just be haunted to be bad at drums like what kind of like i don't know that would imply that you were bad at drums charlie and you were not that i okay i just i don't yeah it's as much as I love drums and that's part of me, I, I don't know if I have imbued any part of that with enough of my love and attention. Would it would it be your mic then? Could be could be the mic. Could be uh like uh <laughs> like if you use the mic every once in a while you have to spout out some useless trivia. <laughs> that okay. I feel like that's, we're getting closer. Yeah, that feels a little <laughs> bit more like me. All right. You're like, I don't know why I'm saying this and I don't know why I know it. I can't stop. <laughs> yeah, that's that's been my life. So yeah, maybe that's it. Okay. Uh, I don't know what things I... I guess the thing I was most well known for was the hats for a while. Haunted fedora. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nawal, you, uh, you might have missed that part, but for... Four solid years here, I was doing stand-up comedy in the Portland area in a fedora uh, with a lot of pins on it. I have, I'll show you the most recent one. Yeah. Let's Hang see on. that. When you put it on, you are, you have to say, m'lady. Chris, he's finding it. I <laughs> oh, there it comes. This is it. Okay, I lied. It's not the most recent one, but this is pretty much what they all look like. Yeah. Ah, 
okay. is some form of pins around them uh, that make like an ear shape. Uh, and then that's, yeah, on like five different fedoras I have is just. And uh, so I would do that and a trench coat and fingerless gloves. Uh, look, I <laughs> had a lot of weird trauma responses that I was not handling well. All right, those were choices. Well, okay, I can explain the gloves. Growing up in Alaska, gloves were a thing that in my head, rich kids got to have. Um, and when everything is 40 below, right? Gloves become like, because I didn't have like a, a favorite blanket or, or a stuffed animal or anything as a kid. So like gloves were like a, and a, a thing that was useful that I would get to have. And so uh, gloves became like a big part of it. And also with all the frostbite I've had over my life, my hands and my feet just don't like the outside very much. Um, and so, yeah, fingerless gloves were something I could wear on my hands that could be kind of like pop culture referency, but also didn't stop me from like touching or holding things. So fingerless gloves seemed like a good plan. Okay. Uh, trench coat is because I moved from a place where it was snowy all the time we always wear winter shit all the fucking time. So I moved to a place where it's rainy all the time. So I thought a trench coat to be a thing to keep all the water off of my body and legs was great. And the fedora is honestly just, uh, that's just me. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I found one on an airplane when I was cleaning one once and then I put it on and I'd been trying to find hats that I felt comfortable in for like 10 years. And I found fedoras and I was like, oh, this feels like comfortable. And so I just started wearing them then. And that came with me. And it turns out uh, Portland Comedy would have let me keep wearing fingerless gloves. And it would have let me keep wearing a trench coat if I'd have made jokes about it. But what they will not let me do is wear a fedora. No. No, they will not. Which is dumb. I am not the kind of person that ruins fedoras for people. I am not one of the incel peoples. Uh, I, like, I like people to have freedom of being themselves and awesomeness. Like, I'm not, I'm not that person. And so I hate that they are the reason I don't get to wear a comfortable fucking hat. And so I feel like I should be allowed to protest that by wearing it because people know that I'm a safe person. But apparently, no. No. And here's how I know that the answer is no, is because up until this year, I kept wearing it. And the month, the month I stopped wearing the hat for two weeks, I was suddenly on eight fucking shows. So, <laughs> yeah, I thought I wasn't funny. And I'm not, like, terribly, but I thought I was, like, really bad. And no, nope, I just have poor uh, choices in, in dressing. Uh, so now I wear shirts that my grandma bought me from Walmart because that's better. It looks great. <laughs> you're, really, you're really killing it. So I think I'm living behind a haunted fedora. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Anybody that wears it is immediately ostracized <laughs> to the point where they take it off and abandon it on a plane. Well, yeah, but then what... What do I add to it, though? Mm. 
Because that just seems to be what fedoras do. <laughs> Touche. That doesn't make it haunted. That's just what it is. That's, yeah, that's just what it does now. Mm. <laughs> mm. Maybe it turns the wearer invisible, aside from the hat. I don't know. Chris, just, we'll we'll find you a hat you can wear. Like a, <laughs> we'll find one. There's gotta be one out there. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. If they find a way to put the Smirk Studios logo onto a fedora, I'm I'm gonna have to bring them back. I mean, try it out. Why not? Excuse me. Okay. Well, again, what happens? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Haunted. Well, we would we could both have the same one. Whoever wears it turns into a comedian. I don't know. I think mine. No, 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 no. There we go. There we go. Mine makes them immediately hear in their head sad, melancholy music until <laughs> they take the hat off. Yeah. It just continues to be Matchbox Twenty and Death Cab for Cutie and so. fucking think... Vindicated, specifically the song Vindicated, every fifteen minutes until they just finally cannot take it anymore and decide to be better people. I was thinking it was Slide by uh, Goo Goo Dolls, maybe. That is a but good song. I know. <laughs> I do love that song, but uh, like once in a blue moon, like. Why don't you slide? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I do think that we have had a lot of fun today, guys. This has been good. I think I think we've actually managed to come full circle on everything we've talked about today. Nice. Which does not always happen. Mm-hmm. Uh well this has been fantastic. Noel, I do want to again thank you for deciding to come out and, and join us. Well, video call out and join us here and maybe, maybe uh, someday after like after uh everything is fixed you know uh when that happens we'll do this for real in person that'd be fun oh yeah great i do think that eventually i want to just do a whole season of redos <laughs> where we just bring back everybody who had to video call in to get them into the smirk studios writers room and just chill out with us there that'd be That's cool Yes, thank you for having me. It was awesome. Thank you so much. Awesome. Charlie, fucking love you. Love you too, man. Uh, audience, I love you as well. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, exist right now uh, on this. I, look, I can see the numbers, guys. Ain't none of you fucking came in here. All right. Uh, I love you anyway. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Uh, <laughs> we've never known how to end any of these. So I just want to thank all of you for coming out. And have yourselves a good night. Bye.